Welcome to the VIP Ignite podcast, your source for tomorrow's talent today. Hear real life stories of models, actors, and musicians breaking down barriers, launching careers, and sharing their stories of overcoming obstacles and finding real success. They will activate the winner in you by revealing the path with their best tips and advice. My name is Deneen White, and I am the host of the VIP Ignite podcast. Today, I am so excited to have Mireya Almos on the show. She is a tremendous success story, and I, she has an ama- she's gone through an amazing journey to get where she is today, and I cannot wait for you to hear her story. Mireya, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me, and I'm excited to be here, and I can't wait to share. Oh, my gosh. So... Let's just get started because you have such a tremendous story. You have had a life transformation on so many different levels. So let's start with like the physical level and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about more as we go along. Sure, sure. Let's talk about that. Well, I will tell you guys on Monday, I'm going to be 50. If you can believe it. So it's, what? <laughs> so it's never too late to follow your dreams. Never know, never in a million years would I thought I'd be sitting here talking to Janine and being interviewed. This is just something that's out of this world. <laughs> so with that being said, um, as some of you may not know this, but I, I am a child of immigrant parents. And actually, I was born in Mexico. I was brought here at the age of one, about one and a half years old. So... I am very Mexican, but I'm also very American, if you ask me. Um, So anyways, with that being said, I I went to school here, the whole thing. I got married at 18. I was one year into college. Wow. And uh, my husband and I, well, I met him at 17, but by 18, I got pregnant. And at that time, it was very shameful. We're talking the 80s. It was very shameful to be a single unwed mother. And so we said, okay, heck with it, let's, let's get married. And so we did. And so uh, we had our children. I had my son at 19, my daughter at 22. And at that time around 22 is when all of a sudden I started to go salt and pepper. And so for like over 20 years, I dyed my hair because I didn't want to be that young mom with, you know, gray hair. I just, ugh. but with that being said as well, uh, my husband and I are both foodies. We love food. And we don't discriminate anything. And so it's easy to eat with your partner. And in those years, I gained a lot of weight. At my highest, I was at 256. Wow. Yeah. And right now I'm at 204 pounds. Um, In the last 30 years, I've never been under 200. So my goal is to be under 200 sometime in the next few months, I hope. I've been eating better, making healthy choices. I still eat all the foods that I love, but I eat them in moderation. Yeah. With that being said, um, that's what has brought me here today, this interview. The transition of eating better, losing weight, and letting my hair grow out. It's, I'm a completely different person. So you don't have pictures of me, but if you go on my Instagram, you will see I, I was a completely different person. And I was a mom for many years, very, very overweight. And I was invisible, but that's okay because at that stage, I was a mom. I wasn't about look at me, making heads turn. I was a mom. And that was yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how women go through that. Um, like mm-hmm. I know, so uh, obviously, 
I'm in my mid 40s. So I know a lot of moms and it's amazing to me how many moms go through that, that phase. Like I'm solely focused on, on my children, on my family. I'm so I'm not focused on me. So what was that transition for you where you were like, okay, you know what? I, I, I'm still, you'll always be a mom. Like you'll yeah. be a mom until ever. But yeah. what was that transition where you stopped focusing solely on your family and realized you had to focus on you as well? I think it's been in the last maybe five, six years, but more so in the last two years because of this transition of the hair. Um, I think the hair, I mean, I keep talking about the hair, but the hair has really made a big difference. Yes. So in 2017, I will, my hair was already grew out, grown out. I t- it took me about three years to grow this out from, from roots to end. So around 2017, a church friend of ours said, who's a photographer said, hey, um, I like your look. Do you mind if I take pictures of you and your husband? So my husband still has the black hair, but his, uh, his goatee and mustache is just as white as my hair. So we kind of match. Oh, wow. And yeah, he liked our look. And I said, sure, let's do it for fun, whatever. So he's a photo stock photographer. Do you want to explain what that is? Yeah. So what that means is that, you know how when you're looking at photos all over the internet or like Getty Images is a great example. So what stock photography is, is people will take photos of a person, an object, and then they put them up and they license them. So you can purchase those photos and use them in your advertisement. So it's kind of like licensed photography. Yes. But the difference is the model only gets paid one time. Yeah. The, ph- the photographer keeps getting royalties because those are his pictures that have been uploaded. So big companies like Kaiser, like all kinds, like if you go to Kaiser right now and do the check-in machine, you will see me on their check-in machine. What? Yeah, you're famous. <laughs> but I don't get any money from that. That's yeah. just, I think I was telling you a while back ago about when you go into the store, you see those Clairol boxes, the hair dyes. Some of those pictures are over 50 years old yeah. because those models only got paid one time, but their pictures are used over and over again. So maybe those women are 80 years old now, but that's when they were, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, at that point, I guess his pictures were hitting. Um, I was on billboards, um, on websites and et cetera. And my husband, the light turned on, he says, you know, I think, I think you have a look. Let's 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 try looking into an agent. Mind you, I have no idea about none of this world. This to me, this is something completely foreign. Yeah. And so, um, you know, you have ads that come up on your Instagram, and something came up for a modeling agency, and I tried out with them, and they picked me up right away. But being a foreign country um, agency, I guess they didn't do too well here in LA because they were trying to branch out here. They ended up closing it. And so then there I was in limbo. What do I do now? I don't really know anything much about nothing. Yeah. But a friend of mine, again, same thing, Instagram ads. She saw an ad that said, hey, we need models. We need uh, et cetera, et cetera. And it was for VIP. And so she forwarded me that, direct messaged me. And I said, hmm, what is this? <laughs> so I looked into it. And I thought, okay. So I listened to Alicia Kabeck's spiel. Uh, very direct, very, you know, in your face, Yeah. very, uh, you know, no sugar coating. This is what it is. If you, if you want to be in this industry, you have to have thick skin. You have to pay for pictures. You have to do this. You have to do da, 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 da. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, well, I understand some of it. Cause I, I've been on some casting calls. All right. Some of this rings true. 
let's keep moving forward. So yeah. then I had the interview with Deneen. Yes, you did. <laughs> and, I remember your um, interview, you were like, I don't, I, Danina, I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe I'll test it out. So talk, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So again, I, you don't know what you don't know. And I'm yeah. thinking this is me with blinders. Okay. I just want to be a model. I don't, I don't need to sing. I don't need to write. I don't need to, I don't need to do any of that stuff. I, I just want to take pictures. Yeah. I don't want to be on a runway. I don't want to do any, I just want to be on pictures. And so Janine says, you know what, you got to try this. You know, we have coaches that coach this, coach that, and you're going to learn so much and we're going to give you the skills. And I said, okay. And I remember you said, you know, I see you doing this for a couple of months, maybe two, three months tops. And I thought, okay, let's try it out. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, I tried it out and, you know, peeps, whoever's watching this, you put, you get out of it what you put into it. Yes, you do have to pay for this, but it's worth it a hundred percent. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say. You're going to get what you get, what you put into it. If you don't put in the hard work, then you're just paying for nothing. You're just paying yeah. just to pay. Yeah. I mean, you can't, and that, I love that you bring up that point, Mireya, because there are so many people that join and they don't get signed in 10 minutes but they're also not showing up to the calls and they're not doing the work the thing we love about you is i remember when you first got on the calls you were like okay and you were taking your notes and like your whole your whole background everything was completely different but you were taking your notes and you would at the beginning you would only show up to like um jim benzing who's like the head of casting for estee lauder l'oreal mac old old navy banana republic you yes. show up for Fujiruas, who was is like a huge agent in New York. You would show up yes. for Ryan Colby, who's an agent in New York and L.A., but you wouldn't show up for the other culture. No, Deneen, I don't think you understand. I'm a model. I was like, okay. But then when you started rising to the challenge, okay, we'll talk about what you learned about modeling. But before we do that, let's talk about what was it like for you when you went into your first class with, like, say, a Margot Bingham? And for those of you who don't know who Margot Bingham is, she's one of the stars of the new of season eleven of The Walking Dead. She's been on Boardwalk Empire. She is a recurring has a recur- recurring role on New Amsterdam. So, what was it like for you when you semi begrudgingly, we'll say, went into your first <laughs> your first call with Margot Bingham? Well, I will be honest with you. You know, it wasn't just I was fighting it. I was very apprehensive. I was like, monologues, acting, this is cheesy. Because, you know, I back in high school, there's all these groupies. You know, you have the popular group. You have the, the death metal heads. You have, you know, whatevers. And then you have the glee club and the acting club. And I was like, super mm-hmm. nervous. <laughs> I do not want to be part of that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so that, that was my mind. And I thought... If you're taking pictures, what's the point of these monologues? Why do I have to memorize a line and, you know, do all these things? But Margot Bingham's class, which is the self-taping class, I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you so comfortably if it wasn't for her class. Yeah. And the reason being because she teaches us about, she taught us about lighting. She taught us about background. Uh, she taught us about uh, presentation, how to hold yourself, learn a monologue, where your eye line is. Those are all important things when you go on casting calls, even if it's just for pictures. Yeah. So right now with the industry, with the pandemic, um, 
uh, there's a lot of self-taping going on. So if you do not know how to self-tape, you are not going to get those jobs. Yeah. And um, as a matter of fact, I have to turn one in before Monday. And now my husband is going to be part of it as well. So my new agent, Russell from Envy Management, thank you, VIP. Um, he is booking us as couples now, as a couple. And again, that's part of the industry right now. Because of COVID, it's hard to get people to work together. So they're trying to get people that are couples to be in commercials and photo shoots and whatever, because you're already living together. Yeah. So needless to say, um, self-taping class with Margot Bingham was a great tool, gave me great skills. Um, as a matter of fact, the class was eight years, eight year, not eight years, eight, eight weeks of classes. I yeah. think I joined in uh, around the third class because yeah. the first one, two, three, I was like, I was fighting it. I just I did not want to do it. But I do like to challenge myself. That's my own type A personality. I'm like, Mireya, let's try this. You, you can't go through life saying you never tried this and think of what if. Maybe shoulda, woulda, coulda. So yeah. I tried it and I loved it. In excellent skills, excellent coaches, excellent teachers. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought you'd go to acting classes and learn how to be a better model, right? I mean, mind-blowing. <laughs> Exactly. Cool. So um, let's talk a little bit about what you learned also about modeling, because when you came in with a little bit of experience, you were already with an agency. Um, so when you came in, I think that you thought that you knew a lot. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what you thought you knew versus what you've learned over the last couple of months. Okay. Well, what I thought I knew, you just walk into a casting call and you sign your name and you do what you're told by the director and you just follow the instructions. Mm -hmm. And that is only 1% of what a casting call is. A casting call is more of you show up and you show up with your personality. Yeah. Because if there's two people showing up and they both have the same knowledge, but one has more personality than the other, mm -hmm. who are they going to pick? The yeah. personality because they know it's going to portray what they're looking for, what their vision is on camera, on a picture, on a website, on a billboard. So it's, it's not just about having the knowledge. It's actually having to know how to use that knowledge and portray it as a model, whether whatever media is being used for. The other thing that I learned um, is not just Modeling is not just taking pictures. You have to understand the industry. You have to understand your contracts. You have to understand what you're signing. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't want to sign your life away. No. Um, and you want to make sure that uh, your pictures are being used correctly, that you're getting paid properly for them, that you're being properly represented. Um, how, when you show up, what, are you, what do you look like? What it, how are you presenting yourself? There's the digitals. There's um, uh, comp cards. And of course, we're, I'm branching out in many different things, but yeah. um, Jim Benzing really explained what to expect when you show up at a casting call. Yeah. You know, you come in, you sign your name, you sit down, um, you're going to, sometimes you're brought into a room and be given instructions. Sometimes you're not given instructions. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a very, it's an interesting world, but if you know what you're expecting and you're well prepared for it, you're going to be okay and you're going to succeed, but you have to have that knowledge. Yeah. And other thing, I mean, there was other things he taught us, for example, social media, social media is so, so big. Yeah. 
you know, I think you even explained it to us. When we have our social media, for example, I use my Instagram a lot. I don't want to have pictures of my grandma eating cake on her 90th birthday. Why? Because that has nothing to do with my career. Yeah. So I have another account, which is personal. And that's all my family pictures. That's my dog uh, catching a, you know, running and trying to catch a bone or whatever. Nobody yeah. wants to see that as a model. So yeah. your model one is basically you. Following and unfollowing people, that's a whole different ball of wax, but yeah. you'll learn that if you take the classes. And it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, so much great information, but again, you get out of it what you put into it, taking yeah. notes and actually applying what you learn. Yeah. So, does that answer the question? Yeah, no, I think that answers the question perfectly because I think so many, like, you can amass a lot of knowledge. It's great to know, but what, but knowing doesn't pay the bills let's be honest like if you want to be a paid model a paid actor a paid musician you have to take the knowledge that you're learning and start applying it and mm -hmm. but the first step is getting the knowledge because for example um one of the things i know jim benzing talks a lot about is usages right if yeah. you had known about usages back when you got started would right. you have taken those same photos with the mm -hmm. stock photography versus now you know what i mean like yeah. how would that have changed that would have changed a lot for you, right? If you had known that back at the beginning. You're absolutely right. And um, and now that I do have that knowledge, so I'll just give you a small snippet of, the, of a quick story. So this same gentleman, and he's a good guy. I mean, he's, he's a business, so he's going to hustle what he needs to hustle, right? Yeah, of course. So he knew that I had already, uh, that this company had closed, but he didn't know that I was signing with a new company. I don't know how he knew, but he knew. <laughs> he sent me a direct message. Hey, Mireya, you know, I hear that you're in between companies. I would really like to take pictures of you. And so knowing what I know from the class, I'm like, no, it's flattering. I would yeah. love because his pictures and I, I will be honest with you, he captures my essence very well. That's why his pictures are very successful. Yeah. But I have to think long term. I can't think of right now. Oh, the money's good because he pays me very well. But that's it. I just get paid the one time. Yeah. He gets paid the royalties long time. So and that ruins my um, chances later for other for other opportunities because it, let's say Target wants to hire me uh, through my agency, but his pictures were already used with I don't know. It, it's a whole interesting story, but it's it's all about usage. Who uses what? And if it's yeah. a conflict of interest, you're not going to get that job. And yeah. so. You do not want to do st photo stock photography. It was a great stepping stone for me. Yeah. It was a great um, opportunity. I mean, I would, this would probably would never happen if you would have never asked me to take pictures because I don't know what I didn't know. To me, I'm just an average person and I still feel like an average person. I don't feel like, oh, I'm more beautiful than I was before. I'm the same person that I am 30 years ago that I am today. Yeah. I just happen to look different and I'm just trying to cash in on what, how I look now. That's yeah. the bottom line. Yeah, and I, like, I, I, again, I haven't known you that long. I've known you, I think, since April, but I've definitely seen your confidence soar over the last couple of months because the more that you know and the more that you're applying, you're like, okay, you know what? I am a business. Like you said, you're capitalizing on this because you are a business. And that's, that's something that we teach at VIP Ignite because so many times people want to come in and they want to, they just want to act and they just want to take photos. But the thing is, it's show business. So not only do we teach you how to pose or how to deliver a really great monologue or how to do self tapes, but we teach you the business side also because 
again, if we give you all this knowledge, but we don't teach you about the business, it's almost like we're doing a disservice. So yeah. we love that you're applying all of those things and now you're, you're absolutely thriving. Yeah. I mean, one big thing that I just, I was listening to Alicia the other day, she was doing another one of her spiels and she was talking about collabs. And you know, when you're new to this, uh, you don't know what you don't know. You're thinking, Oh, if I do this collaboration for 30% off a t-shirt, I'm going to get, I'm going to get discovered. Um, no, you're not. You know, if I do this collaboration with this lipstick or this facial care, or this hair care, you're going to get exposure, but you're not going to get discovered. I mean, Maybe one out of uh, one million, maybe you will, but that's very rare. Yeah. I, a lot of people think it's really sexy. I want to be a brand ambassador. But the fact yeah. of the matter is, is that if they're not sending you the product for free, like if you're, if you're getting 30% off, the reality is you're a customer and they're using, you're paying them for them to use your photos. Yes. So thank you for bringing that up. Cause I think a lot of people, it's like, Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I get brand ambassador opportunities every day on my Instagram. I'm like, have you even looked at my Instagram? <laughs> like, what, like, what are you doing? But like, I thank you for bringing that up because it is really important. And again, to go yeah. back to what you were saying, even about the stock photography, like if you're a brand ambassador for a lipstick and you don't get them to limit the usage of your photos and you're paying them. So if you're a customer who's now being anyway, um, then if there is like Mac lipstick down the line wants to work with you, Oh, well, I already work with this little no name company. Then there's a conflict of interest. So you really have to be wise. Like yes. you can't be led by your ego in this. You have to have a business mind. And with that being said, also um, another thing we learned, we learned to ask questions. You don't just want to go with Joe Schmo agent. Uh, you want to ask good questions. Um, and in my case, you guys already vetted him because you guys have connections. Yeah. I mean, VIP has connections. That's one of the things I appreciate about VIP is that uh, we were able to network and I happened to be picked up by one of your network connections. Yeah. So I know that he, uh, he's reputable if you yeah, will. And so, but we also have to ask questions. Uh, look at the contract, you know, are you solely, are the, you know, we're talking about mother agency, that's another term that you'll learn in class, or is he just gonna be your agent, or do you have your direct, you know, do you have your direct manager? So you have to understand, you don't, don't just wanna sign with anybody because you don't want them to own you. Mm -hmm. So for example, Russell from MV, uh, MV Model Management, I work with him, my contract says Los Angeles and Las Vegas. Now I can go to another company, but again, that's the other thing. You don't want to spread yourself too thin. Yeah. You know, so right now I'm, I'm testing the waters and I'm going to see where this goes. I'm just excited to be here. I'm excited to be in a new career, if you will. And VIP has helped me navigate that. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit how, about how you met Russell. So back in, at the end of June, we had a three-day virtual summit, which was absolutely tremendous because we had over 40 agents from literally all over the world that were a part of it. So can you talk a little bit about how we prepared you for that and then how you met Russell? Okay. So, I mean, the, all the classes, whether it was the writing class, monologue class, a self-taping class, um, Jim Benzing, uh, the understanding the modeling world, et cetera, et cetera. There was also a particular class, I believe with Ryan Colby and he says, do not embarrass me. You're going to need to ask good questions. So we, that's the meeting we have. Don't embarrass us. Ask good questions. <laughs> we learn to, we learn to ask good questions. Again, yeah. 
usage? Uh, what are you looking for? Uh, right now, I can't remember the questions, but I remember we asked questions. So during the summit, it, it was three days. Now, in the past, I know pre-COVID, you got to go in person. Yeah. I don't know what that world is like, but I know that the virtual summit in itself was awesome. Yeah. It was great. I, I don't feel like I missed out on something because I have nothing to compare to. Yeah. But what I did see, it was great. In those, those three days, we had breakout sessions. So we got to talk to people in the industry, producers, writers, sing, uh, songwriters, uh, model agents, uh, you name it, they were there. So you had the choice to click on and go into a room and listen and ask questions and yeah. interact with these uh, people in the industry. And that's how I got to know Russell. And so at that point I was like, you know, again, I'm going to be 50 years old. I'm the older person in the group. Um, so I want to ask good questions. What about me? I mean, I have gray hair. I'm older. These people are young whippersnappers. They have their whole life ahead of them. Not that I don't, but yeah. I want to make my time count. And I want to make, you know, I want, I want it to be, I want to be good. I want to make sure I'm asking the right questions. I want to be directed in the right. I don't want to go bunny trailing. Yeah. Um, I asked him, hey, what do you have in store for, I mean, are there any interests for older models with gray hair who are over 50? Because, you know, we're the ones buying the products. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and, you know, we're not represented enough in the modeling or in the media. We got the money. <laughs> and so he said, he went like this. <laughs> No, but if you know Mr. Ryan Colby, he was running the show. He was the moderator in the in that in that room. You know, he has a booming voice, and I thought I didn't see him. All I kept seeing was Ryan, and he's like, um, "Look over there. Look at that window." It's <laughs> telling you, you know, talk to him, and, I, and then I looked. I'm like, "Oh, okay." So, <laughs> me. So we were able to connect, and he directly invited me on camera. He says, "Yes, let's connect afterwards." And that was the other thing. I knew that I was going to follow him right away. I got my handy dandy phone as I'm talking and I'm going follow. And I sent him a message right away because these people talk to hundreds of people throughout the day, through the week. I want him to remember me. So I told him, hey, I'm, I'm the girl with the gray hair, you know, at the summit, blah, blah, blah. You told me to connect with you. What's the deal? Consider it done. <laughs> and so, yeah, he, within a day or two, he said, sent me back. Yeah, let's meet. And we met at his office, and I just recently signed with him on July 14th. Congratulations. We're so excited for you. So what was it about Russell that, what kind of questions did you ask him when you met with him mm -hmm. that led you to say yes to signing with him? Well, okay. When or was you, it like a feeling? Like, yeah. talk, can you talk us through that a little bit? Because I think so many people are like, I just want to sign with someone. I think it's everything. You want to make sure that you have great communication. Um, it's kind of like a song and dance when you're when you're dating somebody. Yeah. So, you know, you want to make sure that you you can you're able to talk back and forth. Now, my previous agency, it was hard to communicate. I would send a message because again, they're in a different country. Yeah. Uh, by the time they would answer me, it'd be a week and a half later mm -hmm. if they answered me. Yeah. So. I'm, I was able to talk to him one-on-one, -on -one. um, great personality. You know, again, this is like a song and dance, like your yeah. date. Um, I asked him questions like, am I going to only belong to you? Meaning, um, can I go with another agency? I mean, if that's what you want to do. 
Um, are you going to be my mother, my mother agency? Um, what does it look like for me to, you know, what kind of jobs are you going to get for me? What will, it, it, you know, you just ask all kinds of questions. So it's, it's basically a job interview. What have you done? Where are you going? And I was honest with him. I said, look, I'm new to this. Um, I did some photo stock photography and being honest is very important. And yeah. I said, this were my chances of signing with you. Do you like me? Do you like my look? Um, and you know, everything went really well. And I said, let's do it. Yeah. Let's and so yeah. that's, that's how it went. Yeah. I think it's so important because if you had gone in and you weren't comfortable, mm -hmm. you didn't reek of desperation when you walked in. Cause you're like, okay, look, this is, this is who I am. He was like, this is who I am. And it matched. Cause I think again, so many times people are so desperate just to say that they're signed with an agent because they think it sounds so sexy. Oh my gosh, I have an agent. But the reality is, is that when you have an agent, it's not them doing all the work. It's a partnership, right? Like, what have you, what have you been working on with Russell? You don't have to go into a lot of detail, obviously, but like, what are some of the, what are some of the things that he's had you do since you've signed? Well, I like that he's walked me through the process. So, um, if you haven't signed up for LA casting or these other casting, uh, online engines, if you will, um, you got to change over your representation. You got to enter all kinds of data, your, your height, your, I mean, everything, including if you have a mole on your face or whatever, because casting people want to know what you really look like, what you're going to look like on camera. Yeah. And so he walked me through that whole, I already had it, but he fine tuned it for yeah. me. He actually sent me a PDF where I had a, it was almost like doing homework all over again, like a thesis, a four page thesis, who I am, what my age is, what my hobbies are, what my talents are, what my hidden talents are. And it's not something that you've done because people think, oh, I've done that before. No. What is relevant to today? Yeah. What, what talents do you have today that you can do uh, in a commercial, on a photo shoot or whatever applies to you? Um, because some people say, oh, well, you know, I used to pogo stick. Yeah, but can you pogo stick today? Yeah, right. That's the point. <laughs> I can ride a bike, but can you actually ride a bike today? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's stuff like that. And um, then after that, he said, okay, now that we've had that, now we're going to select pictures that I know. Because you got to remember, your agent is a visionary. They yeah. know themselves. So they're going to say, remove that picture. That's not working for you. Okay, do that picture. That picture is working for you. That picture is going to get you a job. Nope, yeah. that one definitely not. Remove it. Yeah. So fine tuned a lot of my my profile, if you will. Yeah. And so that that has been very helpful for me. Not all agents do that. I know my previous agent didn't do that. So you're kind of in limbo. Like, I guess these pictures are good. Yeah. And you kind of just go on a whim of what you think is good, yeah. on, if you will. But I, I think that's also the difference between the previous agency that you work with and now you're working with. I don't, I, I'm not speaking ill of your previous agency because I yeah. don't know who they are, but this is an agency that's very well respected, not only in Los Angeles and Vegas, but also in New York. Like this is, you signed with a major agency at almost 50 years old. Like, yes. has that sunk in with you yet? Are you like, what? Yes. <laughs> it's incredible. It really is. And it, again, this is what, another thing I, I will say a side note. It's important to treat everybody in the industry, even the person that brings you coffee, with respect. I mean, that's just in general. Yeah. Whether family, friends, strangers, that's always in general. But in this industry, people are connected, people know each other. 
and you never ever want to talk bad about anybody yeah so um that being said I went to a casting call just about a week and a half uh, half ago, which I booked, which I'm awesome. It's my first one. We're so excited for you, too. And um, as soon as I walked up, I thought it was interesting because, you know, I'm a nobody. <laughs> the gentleman at the front desk says, I know who you are. You're with Envy. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> he says, uh, Russell, he's a good guy. I said, yes, he is. I was like, wow. They even knew who I was right before I even walked up to the door. I mean, they just sounded like, wow, this is so cool. So, you know, you just don't know who you don't know. And I've been there millions, not millions. I've been there two or three times for other castings. And no, it was like, meh, okay. So then I thought, okay, Envy is very reputable. I need to be even more diligent and more careful. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not that, but I think it's very important. So. Yeah. And again, that's the difference between your previous agency and working with Russell from Envy. I mean, it's a tremendous opportunity. And that's why when we're working, when we're bringing people into our virtual summits and even our live summits, we're very picky with who we allow in because we want to make sure that it's people that they're, the reason that Russell even met you is because you were, you went through our system, right? Like you had to go through the system. So Russell knows that you're, you've gotten the best training and you're going to continue to be trained. So the importance of training on the level that we do it is he knows what he's getting and he knows that we're going to continue to refine you and he's going to continue to refine you to make you into this amazing, mm -hmm. I mean, you're already an amazing model, but like wow. your career, your career is only going to grow from here. And like, that's the importance of having the good training because without the training, you wouldn't have known the right questions to ask. You wouldn't have made the connections. Like that's why networking and training is so important. Mm -hmm. And now look at you, you're sitting here comfortable on camera doing an interview. I mean, it's amazing. It's been, it's, it's been such a tremendous honor for me to watch your journey because again, I know we've only known each other a couple of months, yeah. but like I've just seen, like, I remember when we first started, like you would like basically hide on the camera, like in the corner, like, I think you were like in your kitchen or something. You were like, hi guys. Okay. I'm turning off my camera now, but now you're like, you own it. And it's just, it's those little intangibles that you get. Yeah. as you're going through the training and then as you start to see those successes that yeah. it, it's just oh, amazing. I will say Deneen you were very helpful now you're not going to say it but you have your Saturday accountability classes and you know you don't sugarcoat it you know I know there was a term that you didn't like they were calling you mama Dean mama Deneen or yeah, something I had, to, I had to nip that in the bud <laughs> so now you're called Queen Deneen I didn't choose that one either but <laughs> but you know um, it's not just the classes alone that's helpful, but I think also, you know, being open and vulnerable and just being able to cry on Saturday mornings. Cause I know one time I cried, I was uh, before the summit. I'm like, I remember, I, I think I cried with you. <laughs> Cause I was like, why are they going to want to talk to me? I'm, I'm old. Uh, not that I'm old. But I'm saying, compared to these young people, I'm thinking, are they going to want me? You, I mean, who doesn't have those doubts? Everyone. Like, every one of us has those doubts. But what I liked about the accountability class was that we were able to talk about those feelings and be open, and it was a safe place. Yeah. You know, and so I think that was also helpful in developing my skills and being more confident. So thank you for for allowing us to, to be crybabies and whiners and complainers, but that's part of being accountable. And you said, you know what, you need to suck it up. If you want to be in this business, this is what it's going to be like. And 
we got to move forward from here. And you, you know, you gave us words of encouragement. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. I mean, the thing is like, imagine if you hadn't had that Avenue and then you didn't show up to mm -hmm. the summit. That's true. Because I, I imagine that, but like that, that's also something that we do at VIP Ignite. It's not only are we giving you the business, but like we want you literally body, mind, and soul. When you walk in to meet people, we want you to be prepared because we we're zealous. Every person that, entrusts us with their journey, we want every one of you to be success stories. Like if you're listening to this, like I literally want to be doing a podcast with you <laughs> as soon as possible because I want you to be a tremendous success story. Yes. Um, like we realize that a lot of people don't have that community either. Like even this morning I did a, an accountability call and there were a couple people that were really despondent and I was like, okay, you know what? You're here. So let's, let's do this. Congratulations. And that's something that we really pride ourselves on also. That's why we're fearless rebels. We want that transformation because honestly, you're turning 50 on Monday. You're a rebel. How many women at your age are like starting a brand new career in modeling? You're a complete rebel. Like you, you embody the term fearless rebel. And like, and our job is to help you know how to become that person that an agent wants to work with. That's what our whole training program is about. And you put in the hard work, you put in the sweat equity, you put in the tears, and now look at you. And, and, I, and if I may add a side note to that, besides VIP, um, you have to have a great support group. Now, I will tell you, for, on my end, my husband is the greatest support group, and so is my daughter. And they're just like my biggest cheerleaders. Now, for those people that don't have those cheerleaders, VIP is there for you. Yeah. So I think it just takes a community to um, help you move you along because sometimes you feel alone in, in this. You're like, am I, do I really have talent? Do yeah. I, you know, can I really do this? So you do need those cheerleaders. And so again, for me, I just happen to have a very supportive husband and a very supportive daughter. Um, some people don't have that and VIP does help with that. Now in that being said as well, Yes, I might have a success story today, but it's ongoing. I mean, yeah. I, I have to keep up with pictures. I have to yeah. keep up with digitals. I have to keep up with keep trying to keep in shape, trying to keep nice skin, you know, whatever it takes. Because again, like you said, I'm a business. I have to keep up this business. I, you know, but I have to treat each job um, like as if it's my last one, because it's yeah. not every day I'm going to have, especially right now during COVID. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of self-taping going on. There's a lot of, I mean, just so much stuff in VIP really helped me with that. So, I mean, I got to do another, like I said, before Monday, I have another self-tape that I need to do. And, and I'm just like, but I'm comfortable because I know what needs to be done now. I know what's expected. Yeah. I know what to do. I, I know my lighting. I know my background. Yeah. I know. My, my eye line, all those things are important. So, yeah, it's awesome. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to keep you much longer. I know you have a self tape to do, but I want to thank you so much for being willing to do the podcast with me. Thank you so much for being someone who actually did the due diligence and mm -hmm. did the work because if you hadn't done the work, you and I wouldn't be sitting here. So I have to give you a lot of credit for, for doing the work and doing the scary things and, congratulations on your success and I definitely am going to be following along and I definitely would love to do another call with you maybe in a couple months to see where where you are then 
Well, I'm going to take the acting class. Remember, you said. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to email you about that. We'll talk about that offline. I, I, I have to email you today about that. It actually starts on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you an email. I'm not an actress, but I have to take that class. You've got to expand your skills, people. Yeah, because you know what the thing is is I'll, we'll leave you on one more thing. Modeling yeah. back in the '80s, you were a model. You were seen. You came in. You took your photos and you left. Now in 2020. And beyond modeling is so much more than that you have to be able to deliver lines you may have to to do a role you, you don't know and when you're working with an agency like envy russell's going to to challenge you he's going to push you because he didn't sign you because he saw a one-dimensional person he signed you because he sees so much potential and he yeah. sees that you've done the work so no matter what like you can never rest on your laurels you're like you said like you have to treat each job like it's your last because literally this is a business and you need ongoing business. You always need to be increasing your skills and all of that. So thank very you. Good point. You're welcome. Well, thank you so much for your time. And again, congratulations. I can't wait to see your new ad running, but we will let it, we'll, we'll post that later. But thank you again. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to the VIP Ignite podcast. For free resources and to learn more about how to become a model, actor, or musician, please head over to ammsociety.com. And if you loved this episode, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you.